two o'clock. You're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Thursday afternoon. And of course, it is time for our Thursday Chinwag with Sadia Osmani. Sadia, it's great to speak to you. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you very much. Good afternoon to you. So we've got a really great topic today. You're going to be talking yeah. a little bit more about working from home and whether or not we really need an office, which is super yeah. timely because as we approach the sort of third wave of the coronavirus, people are starting yeah. to work from from home again. Just as we were getting back <laughs> started in the office, we're now having to work at home again. Yeah, and that's exactly what made me think of this because, you know, suddenly when we thought that we were kind of going back into offices, we're back. But it's quite interesting. I mean, I've actually kind of done a little bit of reading and checked a few things and something has come up which really give, you know, just food for thought just to think that, well, is the office really important and what off, what role does the actual office play? There's firstly, there's a new um, MIT study which has shown that half of those who were employed before the pandemic are now working remotely. And obviously there is this whole thing about it, the number of companies think that there's increased productivity and, and companies like Facebook and Twitter are actually announcing that they will allow us to employ to work remotely on a permanent basis because yeah, it seems I saw that really too. Yeah, yeah, which is which is amazing, and that, and you know, I suppose when you think about an office, you can see that there would be huge amounts of expenses having a massive office. There, there are financial implications, but I suppose if you think about it, that okay, if you weren't going to have an office then, you know, does that mean that maybe you can pay your staff a little bit more because you've not got that sort of burden of an office? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, right. That, that, <laughs> Wishful thinking. They, yeah, I know. But then also there might be other additional costs because then if somebody was going to work from home, and I know, you know, I spent from 2000 to 2011 or 12 working from home, so almost like 11 and a half years, and that was when we didn't really have technology. But one of the things that was provided to people who worked from home was they would say that, like, you know, if you need a good desk, if you need a good chair, which is not going to give you a backache, we'll provide for those kind of things. So, again, that is like, you know, uh, you know, organizations need to make sure that they are caring for the health and welfare of people if they are going to be at home. But I think the whole pandemic has made us into individuals where we've had to adapt in, in a situation where we've got no choice. Um, but it's interesting because I was looking at some of the kind of pros and cons of this. And um, some of the things that come up is that, you know, we never really um, understand. Um, we never actually see how much of an effect an office has on us. So it's almost like, um, you know, in your office, and I know, uh, Noreen, I could say this, you've got a desk in your office and stuff. Everyone's desk is very individual to each person. So, for instance, some, some desks may have, like, photographs of their family. They may have, like, lots of clutter. Some, some desks are very organized. But it's your own sort of domain. It's your area. So suddenly, if you kind of take that out, of the equation, you kind of lost something there because that is your space. And sometimes, um, I mean, I'm sure in our time, whenever we're working and things, we come across people who um, have certain characteristics when they're in the office, but you, when you see them in a home environment, they're totally different because they can, the office perhaps gives you 
a bit of um, your own space, the respite from your private life. So you can actually be different and do things in different ways, which which is true, I suppose, you know. So maybe it's an area where we can be ourselves in a different way, in a professional sense, which we may not find easy to do at home. It's so, interesting so, you mentioned that. It, uh, you know, we yeah. did an interview uh, with some uh, power ladies and they're really, some of them are so assertive in, in the workspace, <laughs> in the office, but they say when they're mothers, um, they're like, we're just, we're just messes. You know, we're not very, yeah. you know, we're not as assertive with our children as I'd like to be. Um, yeah. it, it's, it's a different sort of management style when you're managing your staff versus your, your, your kids. <laughs> so it's, it's quite like, they're like we fall that. apart at home. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's an overlap. It's how we say move from one role to the other quite quickly. And also, I suppose what's happened during the lockdown and, and you know, working from home, people have kind of become really sort of chilled out about things because everyone's doing all these kind of meetings and, and things, wearing their sweatpants and their underwear. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the hair's in a mess, there's no makeup on, it's quite sort of bare-faced. And and so uh, half of that may be, too, it's a psychological thing. Because when you psychologically prepare yourself to go to an office, you prepare yourself, you shower, you change, you make sure that there's no little stains here and there or whatever. But, you know, suddenly all of those things disappear. So what extent, what sort of effect does that have on your ability, on your whole frame of mind? So it's kind of interesting to to think about those things. And people are writing about how it is affecting people. I mean, do they feel also when they are working from home, if they're not having that much interaction, do they feel a bit left out sometimes? Do they feel less respected? So that would probably go back to our individual personalities, you know, whether we're introverted or extroverted, whether we need that office space to be who we are in the best way. So it's quite interesting, you know. Um, and but, it's true because, cool. you know, the, um, our colleagues also play a really big part of our lives because let's yeah. face it, we, we spend majority of our time, you know, with our colleagues most, most exactly. of the time. You know, you, you're, you're there in the morning, you don't leave until the evening or the, the afternoon and you're actually stuck in the office with your colleagues um, mm-hmm. and, and and now you kind of miss them a little bit. I know I sure yeah, miss Angie Man, if you're listening out there, I'm, I'm, I miss you. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And you know, half of it too is when you've got colleagues around you and when you're in an office environment, think of all of the times when you are sitting in an office where there's unplanned interactions that lead to really important outcomes. So you might just shout across an office and say, hey, guys, what do you think of this? And, and somebody will feed back to you immediately. You might bump into somebody when you're going to have a coffee and some subject might come up, which then totally changes the whole creativity and the innovation involved about an idea. So those are the things that perhaps you won't get if you're not going to be interacting with people. Um, and I suppose the, the discipline, too, is that when you have that time in an office this is what i found initially when i started to work from home is that you have to be quite disciplined about your time you have to think okay um there's no end to the work because your work is in your home so you have to physically draw a line and say like i have to go and have a lunch break or i have to stop now because that's the end you can't keep going back to those emails and so 
So there's no clear boundary there. Exactly. Which... You sort of overcompensate a, a little bit because you think, oh, I, I guess there's always that fantasy of working from home. But then the reality is sometimes it can get a bit tricky, especially if you've got pets or kids, young children mm. at home. It can be, you know, distracting. But then you end up sort of overcompensating and, and you, you work till later than you normally would um, if you were in the office. You know, you clock out at a certain time at six, seven o'clock. Um, yeah. But you, you can't really do that when you're working from home. You think, oh, I'll just do no. one more email before bed because it's just there. Or I'll just, you know, give give a guest a call. Or uh, th There are certain things that, you, mm -hmm. that the boundaries are, are more blurred, I suppose. Absolutely. And there's been quite a lot of research that's been done recently about this. And some of the things that have been reported is that people have said that, you know, by working at home without the office, they have much more focused time. Mm. And they found that they're having shorter meetings now and they have more flexibility time with the family. And the most common thing that people are saying is that they're not, they're miss, they're not missing that daily um, routine. Yes, That's it. exactly. You know, and, and they are saving time and the stress of that. And then they're saying by the eighth week of these kind of lockdowns and working from home, many employees reported that they got into the groove of working from home and they wanted to continue working virtually. And several even said that, you know, they just loved it. They, they couldn't see themselves going back, uh, you know, full time in an office. So maybe that is what has come out of it, that maybe we, we can't lose the office completely, but maybe it will just give us a, a different way of working, that we have that option. We can do it, say, two days in a week. It's about sort of moderation, as long as we still get out and about. But I think for many young people who need that kind of interaction, who haven't got like have husbands or wives and girlfriends who live with them and children, they they need to get out and about to meet people. It's all about social relationships, isn't it? So Absolutely. But it's also just to offer a counter uh, um, argument and, you know, always two sides to a coin. There are some people who prefer not to work from home because of the yeah, small spaces yeah. at home and you've got a nagging spouse or you've got, you know, if, if your spouse is also <laughs> working and, and you're also trying to have a meeting, um, it can be a bit sort of, and you've got sort of screaming children in the background, it can sort yeah. of get a bit too much and you end up, you know, not wanting to work from home despite having... Yeah. <laughs> That, There's that, a number of things. It's amazing, isn't it? Just how many things that come up and you realize the kind of benefits of both on both sides, you know, but but you have to sort of, I think it's just about moderation. It's about balancing the two somehow and getting the best out of it. But, you know, we're all so different in, in terms of how we work. And I know that, you know, I, I've spent a lot of time working from home. There are days which, which is at, where it's absolutely fantastic. But then you realize when you go out how great that is to be able to mingle with people and, and talk about things and have a laugh. I, exactly. You know? I was going to ask you, you, you are a seasoned, a veteran working from home um, yeah. person. You mentioned just now you've started to work from home since 2000 to 2011. Yeah, till 2011 and 12. And, yeah, and you're working still working from home. from home right now. So o over decades of experience working from home, Sadia, what did you miss most uh, about sort of working in an office environment um, uh, versus uh, some, some sort of tips you can share with us? I mean, what were some of the things you missed about the, the, the office environment? I think it was that just that face-to-face -face interaction, just having a laugh today. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. uh, and just 
talking with somebody and and you know and also the psychological thing of just getting out because you know when you're in the house and you work like I'm still sitting in my night right? <laughs> <laughs> and I just I just haven't got around to it and I think that is part it's of it. It's almost half past two, Sadia. Yeah, I know. And, and so you have to like, you have to kind of think, right, I've got to change. I've got to sort of just do something, make an effort and get outside. Because otherwise you can get so engrossed in working. So I think that is the thing that I did learn, that you have to be quite disciplined about it. Or today, or is to... today a write-off already? Are you still going to change out of your 90s? Yes, are I am. Are you I, sure? I'm going to change just before, like when I finish with the dinner and stuff, and then I'm going to, before my husband comes home, I will change. <laughs> and, uh, and then we will have dinner together, and then it's totally different, you know. But you have to, I have to do that. I, I wouldn't sit like this all day. It's only because I've been so engrossed in doing stuff. That, so that's it. I think that's what you miss. It's just that thing of going out and seeing people. It's also, I suppose, you know, if you do have a small space, I have a smaller space here. Like in the UK, I had a bigger space. So I had my own study and that was okay. So then you find that then you're um, making a mess everywhere. Your stuff is, oh, yeah, your stuff is spreading around and you don't just pile it in a corner because there's not enough space to do things. But that's, again, it's a matter of discipline. So I think discipline is key, but it has to go both ways. It has to go enough for you to be okay, happy with it, but also okay to be methodical and organized, you know. So, so that's, you know, you do, you do learn that. But I think it's important for you to set days for yourself and say, okay, definitely Monday and Tuesday, I'm going to just work from home. Wednesday, I need to get out and even for a walk or go and do some shopping because I need that fresh air. So it's like trying to organize your week a little bit more so you allow for those changes, which are good for you to, to just have that change in, you know, in, the, in the routine. So, so I would say that you know, there's a lot to learn, and I think they're good. You know, it's, it's weighed up in a balance. There's yeah. good things, there's difficult things. But I think it's just on how you are. But it also depends very much on your personality. Yeah. That if you're happy to do that, then that's okay. Well, you raised a really excellent point um, in the earlier part of our chat as well, Sadia, and that is for people who, you know, uh, you know, Hong Kong is a transient place. There's a lot of expats, a lot of people who sort of come to Hong Kong for work and they don't have their immediate family here. Their mums and dads yeah. are maybe overseas. Maybe they're not married and they don't have children. So there's a big chunk of, you know, I've got friends in, in that situation where they're here in Hong Kong on their own and because of the yeah. office closure, they've literally been working from Not home sure. since yeah. Chinese New Year and they miss they miss people just really that they can't go out for, for dinner because of the social distancing yeah, and they yeah. are pretty much on their own at home um, all day every day and that is really hard because I think there are certain if you didn't have sort of certain issues to do with mental health and things like that those things can be very trying um, and I think you know that would probably apply as you say to people who've come here to work and have found themselves quite isolated and but students also, like, too students, a lot of PhD exactly. students yeah. a lot of older uh, sort of my, mature students who come as well yeah my son is actually coming to Hong Kong next next month and he is coming to study and he's just been told that his first semester is going to be completely on zoom so he was looking forward to meet Amazing. new people yeah. 
to getting together with students and, and talking to them about things. And a lot of the learning really goes on when you meet other people, like-minded other people who are doing the same course as you. Collaborating, so then, yeah, absolutely. So then that's quite a challenge. So he will be working at home with me at home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another kettle of fish as to how you adapt to more another person sitting there, a, a second person sitting there, or a third person sitting there, and how you then have to distribute space and the time and, and the way you do things. So those are challenges that I think everyone in Hong Kong certainly is facing because we are all, you know, majority of us do have quite small places yeah. and we have to sort of adapt to the changes based on that. Sadia, can I request for a topic? So your son is coming uh, in, in August. Can we later on, maybe after August, do a topic on living again with our adult children? What is it like? Yeah, is it, absolutely. Does it, does it live up to the hype? Are they, is it, are they, I don't know, is it nice again to be reunified and, and, and with our adult children? I every week about that soon. <laughs> No, absolutely. And you can actually maybe have a chin bag where you can talk to him and ask him what he thinks of it. But but he's in quarantine for 14 days to start off with anyway. So he's going to be out. He's going to be not in the house for 14 days when he lands in Hong Kong anyway. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, I look forward to that chin wag, but I also look forward to our chin wag next week. Meanwhile, Sadia, thank you so much for your sharing today. (laughs) And I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you so much.